and welcome to your RAF Mildenhall Protestant Parish Podcast. We pray that today's message inspires and encourages your heart. Get ready for a life-changing word from the Lord. Let's go ahead and get in. Let's go ahead and dive right on in. Is that all right? Okay. All right. Uh, The topic today was already mentioned. Peace. Peace. I was... It's, it's, I think it is the spirit of God, uh, really. Even though I was physically given this, uh, I think it is the spirit of God that allowed me to land to speak on this particular topic today. Because if you know me, or maybe you don't know, um, this particular topic, peace, is something that is very important to me. Uh, this particular topic is my pastoral mission statement. It is my call to ministry. Um, it is my purpose in chaplaincy. Uh, the things that I've seen, the things that I've uh, experienced, uh, peace is something that I feel everyone should be able to have. Everyone should be able to have. Uh, it is truly my mission, my call, my purpose, and dare I say, the sermon title for today. It is grounded in this, and uh, I hope that everyone understands this. And so my sermon title today uh, will love to come from the place of no peace. No peace. Look, look at that. Look at that. That's actually a really good graphic. I didn't do that. No peace. I want you to see that. Keep that in mind. N-O, peace, and K-N-O-W, peace, no peace. Uh, I I hope that everyone is able to move from a place of no peace, N-O, peace, to no peace, K-N-O-W, peace. And here's why we find ourselves in our scripture text today. And so uh, I will be coming from John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14. And we're going to hop around a little bit because, you know, you get me preaching. We'll be here all day. So we're going to hop around a little bit, okay? We're going to jump from verse 1 to verse 7 and then to verse 27. Is that all right? Verse 1, verse 7. Verse 27, now I've used this particular passage many, many times uh, for many different reasons. And so uh, we're just going to pick around, but I'll talk about it. But I want to focus on these particular verses. Verse 1, verse 7, and verse 27. And so the Bible reads, Gospel of John, Gospel according to John, chapter 14, verse 1. The Bible says, this is Jesus speaking, do not... Let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Verse 7, if you really know me, if you really know me, you, you ever had somebody say that? If you knew me, you would know what I want to eat today. If you really knew me, if you really know me, you know, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do not, you do know him 
and not and have seen him. So right here, he's talking about, hey, if you really know me, you know God. Okay? Verse 27. Peace. I leave with you. Peace. I leave with you. Now watch this. My peace I give you. I don't give to you as the world gives. So this ain't the kind of peace that you see on TV. The peace I give to you is not as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Let us pray together. Lord God, we just ask at this time that uh, your spirit speaks to your people. Uh, allow your messenger to decrease and the message to increase and to impact the lives and the spirits that are here today and those that may come, come in contact with them. Uh, be with us now and forevermore. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 All right. Advent, Advent season. Now, if we look at the uh, I mean, Advent season, this is something that we celebrate. I mean, we celebrate now. This is a good time. Um, this is a time that you get all the wonderful cookies and all the wonderful things that happen, the music, the lights. I don't know about y'all, but I like the lights. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, all the various festivities. Uh, we celebrate. It's a time of cheer and celebration and different things like that. Uh, and it's, it's expecting something. It's expecting something. You ever had a birthday that was coming? And y'all was just telling, I know some folks, their birthday coming, they telling everybody, don't look for me at work. I ain't coming in. I got a hotel on a beach somewhere. I'm going to enjoy it. They excited about it because something is coming. The etymology of this word means to come. Means to come. Advent. And so on the Christian calendar, this is something that is leading up to something very special. It is leading up to the coming, the birth of Christ. Now, this is something that is exciting, right? At least it should be. It's exciting. Something new, fresh. I know y'all know what new and fresh is, right? Y'all had that new relationship. Oh, I just love him so much. Y'all just met. New, fresh. This is something that everyone can get excited about. This is the time when you hear things like joy to the world and peace on earth and all of these various things. And we should have that, right? We should have that. But that's not something that seems to ring true in every space. And so the question is, why is it that some have no peace? Did y'all see? No peace. Y'all see how I did that? No, N-O, peace. Why is it that some people have no peace, even in this season? Well, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked. I believe that some people, and I, I, I'm just throwing that out, some people may even include myself. 
All right, I'm, I'm just talk about myself because sometimes I get into spaces where I have lost peace. I am not at peace within myself, even sometimes with my partner and the things that are going around me. Why is it that sometimes we have no peace? I believe it is because a lot of times, this is just one reason, but I believe a big part of the fact uh, of why a lot of us have no peace is because of the unknown. The unknown, right? The unknown. We don't know what's coming. We don't know how this is going to work out. We don't know what this is. Sometimes we find ourselves in places and we don't understand why we're here. Why do we find ourselves? We don't understand it. We don't know. Sometimes we don't know what's coming. We know we got to be somewhere, do something, and we don't know what's coming. And so we're unsure. There's fear and anxiety that springs up from the unknown. Uh, yeah. Some folks may, I don't know about y'all. Here's, I grew up in a space, I grew up in North Carolina. I talk about this a lot. I grew up in North Carolina, the country south. And my father was a very, Tradition, I'm going to say this, traditional man. And he didn't pull no punches, especially with his boys. And I remember growing up, my mom only had to let him know that I was acting up. And she said, I told your daddy. And he said, he'll see you when you get home, when he gets home. The entire day was ruined for me because I didn't know when he was coming, and when he got home, I didn't know what was coming. There was fear there. And best believe, my attitude, my demeanor, and everything I did was perfect from then on because of the unknown. There was anxiety there. There was a healthy fear, but fear, right? The unknown. And so I'll go, I would go to sleep early. I know how kids are. They don't want to go to sleep, but if something's coming, I'm tired, mommy. We'll go to bed. The unknown. The unknown can steal our peace. The unknown can cause us to have no peace. But what I believe is that there is a remedy to this. This isn't what we have to sit in. This isn't what we have to endure and deal with. I believe we can have peace, even though the details are unknown. There's three things I believe we can combat the unknown. And that is knowing what peace is. Knowing who peace is and knowing where peace is. Okay. Fix it, preacher. Well, chat, where's this at? Remember those verses we was hopping around on? Let's go back to them. Verse one. What peace is. Verse one. Do not let your hearts 
be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, also believe in me. Okay. Did y'all get that? That's okay. If you, if you didn't, let me help you out. Because I didn't get it the first time either. Or the second. Or the third. We can keep going, but I'll leave it at that or you judge me more. And so... Do not let your hearts be troubled. What is peace? Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Also believe in me. He's saying this, this heart thing, this is something that is within you. This is something that is within you. Right? A lot of times our distress comes from what's up here. A lot of times it's also what we believe. Going back to my example with my father, they didn't say what was going to happen, but I believed daddy was going to kill me when he got home when he found out. And so that put a level of distress in my heart. Because I believed in something, it changed my whole outlook and world. My day, my entire day, daddy wasn't home at the time. He was coming, but he wasn't home. And that changed the trajectory of my entire day. And it started with what I believed what was going to happen. A lot of times we are dealing with anxiety and fear, and we are so troubled in this world. We have no peace because we are looking and thinking that this is going to happen. We are expecting something that may never come to pass. We are living in a future that that may never come. But because we believe it may, because we believe that this particular thing is not what we want, we are in distress. What I believe. A lot of what you believe will determine and color how you understand what you experience. A lot of people believe that peace is based on what's going on around them. If I have peace, that means everything's going right. That means my money's right. That means my kids are acting right. That means everything's going well at the job. When they talk about peace, a lot of times when you hear about peace, that means, so, oh, I want to go to a peaceful place. Typically, that means like a beach where no one else is, right? Where I can get away, where nothing else can bother me or get to me. And if that's our definition and belief of what peace is, when people do get to us, guess what? We have no peace. When things don't go right, we have no peace. When our spouse and our kids are in contention and contrary to us, we have no peace. When our finances aren't correct and we are struggling and trying to figure out how to get to the next month, we have no peace because we believe that peace means everything's good. 
But peace isn't what's going around you. Peace is what is within you. Peace is what is within you. Y'all remember we talked about uh, we talked about Paul in Philippians four, and he talked about that peace that surpasses all understanding, right? If you keep reading, he talks about a lot of stuff he went through. He's speaking from a space of distress. If you if you look at the world that's going on around Paul at that time, he's in prison. He's been beat up, shipwrecked, betrayed by his own folks. He's been on trial several times and still locked up. And this isn't happening. This isn't all happening in his young age. He's up in age. Now, I know a little bit about this. You know, I'm, I'm 34. <laughs> no longer 24. That's, what I'm, that's, that's my point of getting at. What I used to be able to do at 24, I'm not doing at 34 now. I remember I used to run up and down the basketball court all day long. No break, no water. Now, two times up and back, I'm like, sub. So Paul is experiencing this, not in his young age when he's able to endure a lot of things. He's doing this in his older age, and still he's able to have peace. Because it's not about what is going on around him. He learned that it was what was in him. And then we go to that verse we all like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because he knew what was in him. He knew what to believe in and he knew what peace really was. And sometimes when we go through life, life teaches us that hmm, that's not good or this is bad. But when you have peace, you have a certain level of understanding. Well, that didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But I'm okay. I'm okay. Because it's about what's within me. There's a song we used to sing back home. And when I say back home, we're talking about the old country churches back in the day, right? Um, we used to sing this song, and it used to repeat itself. It's one of those songs you just throw in another word, right? And it used to go, I still have joy, I still have peace, I still have love. And the song goes like this, I still have peace, I still have peace. After all the things that I've been through, I still. Have peace. And you can sing that about anything. I still have joy. I still can love. Some people don't even love the same because of what they've been through. I still can love. I still can love. After all the things I've been through, I still can love. I still have peace. And that is because it's not about what I've experienced and what has happened around me, but because of what is in me, what I have believed, what I have set my heart and mind on. And so Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Second thing, 
Who is peace? Who is peace? Let's go to verse seven. If you really know me, if you really know me, if you really know me, now let's, I'm going to stop here because a lot of people say they know God, but really they know of God. I don't mean to, I don't mean to mess you up. I'm trying to help you. Some people say they know God, but really they know of God. Some people say they know Jesus, but really they know of Jesus. What do you mean by that? Who knows Michael Jordan? Who knows who Michael Jordan is? Everyone knows who he is. But do you know Michael Jordan? Never met him a day in my life. But I can tell you his stats. I know he's the greatest of all time. Y'all can fight me later. I know all of these various things. I know he's from North Carolina. Let that marinate in your spirit. I know all of these things, but do I know him? A lot of us can quote scripture all day long. We can talk about Jesus. We can tell you the story about Jesus, but do we know Jesus? Do we know him? All right, I'm not trying to hurt nobody. I'm trying to help. If you really know me, you would know my father as well. From now on, you do not know him. You do know him and have seen him. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. That's special. That's special. Because a lot of times we need that example. We need that representation. I don't know about you, but I'm a visual person, right? I remember going through seminary. Uh, they was talking about all of these kingdoms and dates and time periods, and I'm like, what? I don't, I don't, I'm not following. And then somebody blessed me with a chart, and I said, oh, there we go. Now this makes sense. Okay, so this kingdom, that, okay, I'm lining everything up now. All because I was able to see it. All because I'm able to see it. And so when you are finally able to know him, it's when you are able to see it. When you're able to truly see it. A lot of times we, we, we can rattle this stuff off. But when you've seen it in your life, it's different. I share with some folks that um, before the military, the first time, before I enlisted, there were some hard times that I experienced, like hard times. Financially, all kinds of things, very difficult times, stuff I haven't told my mother about. Hard times. And so now when my wife says, oh, we got to pay this 800, 800 pound light bill, electric bill. Some of y'all know what's going on, right? 800 pound light. Where are we going to get that money from? I'm like, we good. She's like, what? It's not that 800 pounds isn't a lot. I'm like that too. I, I don't pay 800 pounds for what? However, I've seen 
what God can do. I'm not talking from what I've read. I've seen it myself. So I'm like, hey, I know this 800 pounds is going to feel good. It might set us back. We, we might just huddle around the fire for Christmas. However, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Because I know this. Why? Because I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for myself. People talk about, is it okay if I use your chaplain Ray? Okay. When I first got here, when I first got here, um, Chaplain Ray was deployed. And I said, you know, you had the leadership board and everything and on the pictures on the wall. I said, who's that? It's like, oh, Chaplain Ray, she's awesome. I said, okay, great. I believe she's awesome. I did. But it's different when you actually meet her. She's awesome. Like you didn't, like you didn't say, she, you said she was awesome, but I didn't, I didn't, when you actually see her move and how she acts and her spirit and everything, you're like, oh, that's what they meant. Now I know what this is. I knew of what it was, but now I know. Like this is, I've experienced this, I've seen this. Do you know me? Do you really know me? He said, if you know me, you will know my father as well. Y'all remember we spent some time in Judges 6. Gideon created an altar that stood for the Lord is peace. If you've been in church a while, you know that Jesus is the prince of peace. The unknown, knowing what is peace, knowing who is peace. And let's drop down to verse 27, where is peace? Watch what Jesus says to him. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. He started with that. Peace I leave with you. My peace, my peace I give you. Do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. If you, when he started off with that, that's an easier statement. It's easier said than done, right? Can you imagine, have you ever been in distress and people said, it'll be all right, calm down. You're like, no, it won't. No, this is, this is not a great place I'm in. It's easy for you to say on that side of the fence. He starts off, don't, don't let your hearts be troubled. It'll be all right. I can, I can almost see the, the, the disciples like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? But after all of this, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. And not as the world gives. 
Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let your hearts be troubled. When you go through this, you finally realize that peace is with us. Peace is with us. Peace is with us. Uh, there's a psalm we often quote. Psalm 23. Y'all remember that? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Towards the middle of that particular psalm, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Why? Because you are with me. Peace is with you. That's where it is. Peace is with you. Some translations will say, yea, do I walk through the darkest valley. You ever been in a place where you, it's been really dark? I don't know if I told this story, but I've been in a place where it's really dark. Before we got here, we was in Delaware. And we, there was a church I was pastoring out in the sticks. It was in the sticks. And so where we were, there were no street lights. There was, there was one street lamp, like one. And it was kind of like in the field. It was one street lamp and everything else, it was just woods and darkness and everything else at night. Okay? And then the power went off. Like everything. Now, I've seen a lot of movies, and so I just knew somebody was trying to break in. And so I was like, oh, they cut the power, strap up, let's go. Where's baby girl? They coming. But it was so dark. That's what I remember about it. It was so dark, I remember putting my hand up in front of my, my face, and I couldn't see it. It was dark, pitch black. And, I'm, and I know my house, but I'm feeling around. And I had to find my daughter. Now, she's asleep at the moment, but I'm freaking out. Because, like, that's when they come is at night. I don't know what they want from me. I don't know who, what I did it, what I did or who I did it to. But they coming. So I went, found my baby girl, and she was fine. And so I knew where she was. When you know, even though you can't see, where peace is, you'll be all right. When you're walking through the darkest valley, sometimes it feels like you're alone because when you're looking around, you can't see the hand in front of your face. But as you walk through that valley, thou art with me. Thou art with me. If you've been listening a little bit, you've heard Thing, something called Emmanuel, God with us. Where is peace? I believe that we struggle with no peace because we don't know peace. N-O, K-N-O-W. We don't know N-O peace because we don't K-N-O-W peace. When we know peace, we know what it is, who it is, and where. 
and that gives us peace. So it begs the question once again, why do some people not know peace? Because they have, they have no peace because they don't know peace. And knowing peace means knowing Jesus. The saying goes, know Jesus, no peace. N-O. Know Jesus, no peace. But if you can put the graphic back, back up one more time. Know Jesus, N-O. No, know Jesus, no peace. But if you know Jesus, you know peace. Family, when you understand who is peace, you understand what is peace and where peace is, you realize that God has given you everything you need. This Advent season reminds us and helps us to understand why we have peace. And it's something we should carry, not just at this moment, but in every moment. Understand what God went through, how it started, and how it's going. Because trust me, there will be dark valleys that you will have to go through. You may be just like the psalmist, yea, though I walk through the valley, the shadow of death. But when you know who what and where peace is. You don't have to fear the unknown because you know. I may not know what is, but I know who he is. And that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. If I was getting into a fight and I had Muhammad Ali in his prime, and Mike Tyson in his prime, guess what? Bring him on. I don't know what's coming, but I'm good. Why? Because I know who's on my side. But you know Christ. And when Christ is on your side, it doesn't matter what's coming. The unknown doesn't matter because you know who Christ is. And that means you know peace. So if you're struggling today, if you are in a space, as our praise team comes up, um, where you don't know peace. You have no peace. I want to encourage you on this Advent season, on this coming, recognize that peace is coming for you. If you haven't already, come to know God, guess what? He's here for you. He's here for you. Once again, my mission, my call, my purpose is to ensure that people get to know peace. People move from no peace to knowing peace. That's my desire for you all especially in those times when the valley seems dark, especially when you've wondered how this is going to work out and the unknowns trouble your mind. Peace be with you. Not the peace that the world gives, but the peace of God. 
God bless you. We pray that you are inspired and encouraged today. Join us next week for another life-changing experience.